still haven't closed a deal yet in your real estate business? Then you have found the right place. This is the Fearless Millionaire Podcast, where you can gain clarity, confidence, cash flow, and build your business the right way from the inside out. Here's your fearless leader, Nathan Amaral. All right. Hey, everyone. Welcome to this episode of the Fearless Millionaire Show. Uh, we This is where we spotlight you know, fellow fearless millionaires. It's those kind of people who've managed thoughts of uh, self-doubt. They've uh, gained clarity by clearing out that mental fog and maybe confusion that they've had before in the past. <laughs> and they've also learned how to manage fear, those moments that we all experience in life, um, especially when it comes to real estate. Uh, how to manage that. So I wanted to in, tell you a little bit of background but about our guest. Um, I actually met him online. We've actually never met in person yet. But you know, because I've been in this industry for like over 13 years, I've seen a lot of real estate, I'm just gurus, right? Um, one of the things I, I've seen a lot of these guys, some of them have been my best friends over the years and they're doing their thing. One thing I noticed about Seth though, is that um, constant give, give, giving value. I call that the GOVs, right? The gi gifts of value. And he's always weekly like dropping GOVs to his community. And it is amazing. So when I see someone that committed and I like when I saw the amount of commitment and dedication that Seth gives to his community uh, in, in the industry, in the real estate community, it is it's, it's something I aspire to because man, that level of commitment is huge. So when I uh, saw what Seth was doing, I reached out to him and I said, hey man, have you been to this group or this mastermind and all that? And he's like, nah, nah, I kind of just, you know, I'm doing my own thing. And I really like that because I was also blazing that trail. I was leaving the guru industry and, and, and that I really looked up to what Seth has been doing. So um, that's why I invited him on the show. And actually you guys know this, I don't have many people interviewed on the show, hardly any. And I just really wanted to pick out some really important people that you can learn from, that you can um, you know, uh, see where their background is and what they've gone through. Uh, and that's why I said I had to have Seth on the show. So Seth Williams, thank you so much for being on the show today. Hey, Nathan, thanks so much for that really kind introduction. I appreciate that. And I didn't realize you don't uh, interview a lot of people on this show. That's really cool. That's awesome. That I don't me to be one. I don't. Yeah, it's, so. it's very limited. It's very limited, man. I, we do a lot of training, mm -hmm. um, but we don't do, we hardly do any interviews. So that's why you really stuck out. And I was like, this guy, he yeah, man. No, I appreciate <laughs> that very much. Yeah, I'm really happy to be talking to you. And I'm glad uh, you reached out those years ago and that uh, we've been able to stay in touch. So, yeah, man. Yeah. Absolutely. So I'd love for you to share a little bit about your background. I mean, I know you from, um, and maybe maybe people don't know your community, which you can share, but uh, I know you from the guy who's been committed. Um, I, I think of two words, Seth, and I think of consistency and commitment. And that's, that's the two words I just literally label you as, like consistency and committed, and he, you just keep going at it. So um, I'd love for you to share more uh, in depth about maybe before you got started in real estate, mm -hmm how you broke through the barriers of getting through your first few deals or your first deal um, and also the community that you built. Yeah, for sure, man. 
Well, I got into real estate, I guess the idea first entered my uh, brain back in about like the 2005, 2006 era when I was in college. And you know, I was kind of just feeling like a lack of direction, like not really on fire about any particular career. Uh, I eventually landed on banking. And the only reason I landed on that was because it would be like an indoor desk job with normal hours, that kind of thing. It's not like I loved you know, numbers and loans and all this stuff. But um, in that, that process of being kind of confused about where to go and what to do after college, uh, I had the good fortune of discovering the book Rich Dad, Poor Dad, which I'm sure everybody and their mother out there has probably read already. Uh, yeah, it's a great book. Uh, it just yeah. in terms of like introducing me to this new thought process of really just how to think about money and how to mm -hmm. think outside that uh, you know, nine to five, 40 year, and then retire career that everybody seems yeah. to just think they need to do. Uh, yeah. You know, one of the things he talks about in that book is the idea of real estate, but he doesn't really give a whole lot of details on what to do or where to find deals right. or any of that stuff. And uh, so, you know, I, I just thought, okay, well, I'll start looking for real estate for sale in my area. And uh, you know, at the time in the U.S., 2006, prices were just nuts, kind of like they are today, honestly. It was, <laughs> right. I mean, it was, I mean, I want to say darn near impossible to find any deal that made yeah. financial sense at that time, right. at least in terms of publicly listed deals on the MLS. It was really, really hard. And, uh, you know, what I didn't realize at the time was that I was looking in all the wrong places. I was spending hundreds of hours analyzing deals from people who are not motivated to sell. Uh, you know, just my, everything about my approach is wrong. And it was a couple of years later uh, after, you know, sort of entering the workforce and just sort of being disappointed as I thought I would be working a job. Uh, mm -hmm. When I finally heard about this idea of searching for, uh, very specifically vacant land properties on a delinquent tax list from the county, like a very specific mm. targeted approach. And mm. I tried it in like, it worked amazingly well. Like it blew my mind just how well it worked. Like instead <laughs> yeah. of me wasting my time trying to find people, people were calling me. Like I was able to make right. crazy low offers and people would accept gotta, them. It was awesome. I want to, I want to ask you a question though, because you mentioned that time frame, And I think that's something that a lot of people go through Seth is that what was that time frame? Was it years? Was it months? Like that whole process of searching to actually finding that strategy? Yeah. Well, I probably spent, um, at least two years, uh, trying to chase after, Basically, I, I thought there were, there were two routes I could take, two and only two mm. that existed in the universe. I could either buy mm. a rental property and just, you know, go the slow route, or I could buy a beat up house and fix it and flip it. Like, those are the only ideas I even was aware of. Sure. Uh, and, you know, as you know, that's like one of thousands of different things you can do with real estate. <laughs> but so yeah, I mean, going after those two options, I mean, inherently, there's a lot of difficult things about both of those routes, especially if you have no idea how to find good deals. Just it requires debt, requires risk. There's all kinds of things you have to fight against to maybe make money at the end of right. the day. If you screw something right. up, you'll actually lose money, a lot of it. Yeah. So yeah. after seeing like just how hard it is to make money in those you know respective approaches, uh, when, I, when I found land and found how easy it was to find deals, and, and probably one of the more, more important things for me 
is that it did not require debt. Like I could buy properties with the cash in my bank account for a few hundred bucks, free and clear, right. and then flip them and make yeah. thousands from that. And like right. that was just such an incredibly like winning uh, combination of things. And my yeah. wife is actually, she's very, uh, very much against things that require big financial risks. Like okay. every time I've ever talked to her about any business idea, she's just like, oh no, like this yeah. is not good. <laughs> But when I, we go again. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when I, you know, explained the whole yeah. concept of, of flipping land and that business model and how that works, it was the first time ever that she was like, yeah, like that actually might be okay. And that alone was like a miracle finding anything. Right, that right, right. With. So that was a big deal. That's awesome. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I think for, for me, like one of the, are you familiar with the Enneagram test? Have you ever heard of that? No, I haven't. Okay. Yeah, I just heard about it this past year. It's pretty, okay. pretty cool. It's a test you can take. It takes about five minutes. Okay. And it gives you very, very, in my case anywhere, stunningly accurate, uh, a stunningly accurate uh, description and portrayal of how your brain works and like different things that, uh, you know, you tend to think about and gravitate towards. It's just very enlightening. I definitely recommend checking it out. What? what? How do you how do you spell that? You said any gram? Yeah, good question. Let me look it up here. It's okay. So it's right. e e n n e a g r a m. Okay. When I first learned about it, I was surprised that like it's actually a, like a lot of people know about this and talk about really? it. Really? For some reason, wow. I'd never heard about it. So yeah. But anyway, it's um. Wow. Th there is a uh, if you just. Google Enneagram test. I think it's like one of the first few results you'll find okay. a free test okay. and it, it's like super quick. But, All right. but anyway, long story short, I am an Enneagram type six, which is called the loyalist. So okay. the way that my brain works is like, I'm super loyal, super committed when I decide to do something like mm. it's going to happen. Nothing's going to wow. get in the way of that. Wow. Uh, however, I, a lot of my thinking and decisions are based on fear. Like I'm just a very scared person in a lot of ways. Like I think about every possible thing that can go wrong. I'm always trying to make oh, okay, contingency yeah. plans in my head. Like no joke, sure. like literally every single day, I'm, my sure. brain is thinking about, oh no, what if this disaster blows up in my face? Now, okay. How am I going to avoid this pain over here? Right, right, it's, right. It's honestly, it's kind of a drag to be honest, but right. um, but really, there's there's nine different Enneagram types. All of them have sort of a downside. But at the same time, okay. it's also sort of a superpower. Like if you understand yeah. how your brain works, what you're sort of weak in and what you're also naturally strong in, you can mm. like, use that to your benefit. But Absolutely. But, but, uh, but anyway, long story short, because I'm such a, a fear-based thinker, uh, that was another reason why this the land business just made tons of sense. It was a really easy sell for me because it yeah. wasn't so much about making millions on every deal, but just mm -hmm. the fact that like I could get in, get out, do it quick, not, not risk my life savings doing it. I mean, right. nobody, like nobody can really steal or destroy my property. There's no tenant. Right. <laughs> There's a lot of stuff that just can't go wrong with vacant land. And right. so that just kind of fit my personality really well. Awesome. Yeah. Wow. That is, that is so amazing. What you said about that test, which I'm definitely going to go try myself. So important. Um, because one of the things, the foundational principles that I teach at the fearless millionaire community is, is the clarity part. 
And I see that as being clear with yourself, knowing who you are as a person, how you operate in moments of fear, how you, the steps you take action in your business, how it's going to dictate the steps that you do take and the reason why you did that, you know? Um, and, and that's like, that's like, so important, so valuable. So I am actually going to look deeper into that and I'm going to study it myself, take the test myself and, and dive deeper because, um, you know, funny enough, Seth, we have a very similar background when it comes to real estate, like the rich dad, poor dad, yeah. two years of studying. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm just a 180 though on, on the other side though. Uh, when you talked about fear and commitment, I'm like just the opposite. And I've gotten better in the past five years since I've been like married and committed, you know, like married, marriage really kind of like, Whoa, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I get it. <laughs> but yeah, that was like, you know, a game changer, but the, um, me, it was like just the opposite. It was like, I'm just going to go in. Who cares about the details? We'll figure that out later. Mm -hmm. And we're just going to plow right through this. And my wife has actually taught me to, she has more of your approach, which is, Hey, what about, what if this happens? What about this detail? What about that? And it, and I would stop and think, I'm like, why are we even thinking about this right now? Mm -hmm. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's powerful because you can use it to your benefit. And uh, I love that. So mm -hmm. um, that's amazing. Uh, thank you for sharing that. And you, you know, you, actually, you, my, yeah. mark my words, Nathan, I'm just going to make a bold prediction that when you take sure. that test, you're going to be a type three. Okay. Type three, I'm writing this I, down. I, I could be wrong, but I just based okay. on the few minutes I've been talking to you, it just, I actually sure. have a really good friend that yeah. you remind me of in a big way. It's almost like you're yeah. the same person as I'm just talking <laughs> and he, he's a super <laughs> strong type theory. I, so anyway, that's my yeah. prediction. You'll have to let me know. Which okay. I'm going to let you know. I'm definitely right. going to let you know. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I'd love to, for you to share about your first deal. Can you, like you, so far we know you spent two years learning, you got interested in this strategy. Can you tell us about your first deal? Was there maybe some story that happened or some of the experiences you went through on your first deal? Yeah, sure. So first, uh, first deal I did in the land business anyway, was uh, when I, I found a county that was just to the north of me. It was a rural county where I knew there'd be lots of land. And mm. I sent out somewhere in the neighborhood of like 300-ish postcards. Okay. Postcards just said, hey, I see you own land. I'm looking to buy land in your area. Give me a call if you want to sell. Just a simple yellow postcard that said that. Sure. And um you know, I had lots of people respond to that. And the first person that accepted my offer, he owned a half acre and I sent him an offer for $331. And I also offered to pay off his delinquent taxes, which was I think less than 200 bucks. And he accepted that and we went ahead and closed. His story was, uh, he was like a really, really old guy. At least he sounded like it on the phone in California. His property was yeah. in Michigan. He hadn't seen the okay. property in like 20 years. Wow. And uh, I don't know. Yeah. But anyway, he was just trying to get rid of that. So I bought that. It was really simple. And I ended up uh, reselling it about 11 days later for $1,900 on Craigslist. Wow. Somebody just wow. somebody from Chicago came up and bought it for me. So right, uh, right. yeah, it's, it's not like, uh, you know, retirement money necessarily, but it, it was, you know, I had tried a lot of different random business opportunities in my life. And sure, sure. that was like just the fastest, easiest, best money I had made up until that point. Sure. So, sure. Yeah. But you know what those, um, and this is something I always tell my clients and I stress to the community is this, I say, listen, your million dollar day is not when a wire comes in for a million dollars. It's mm -hmm. not, 
It's the, it's the funniest thing. You're actually, your million dollar day is when you have your biggest breakthrough when you're just getting started. Mm-hmm. It, those are the million dollar days because what happens is you stack those feelings, the experiences, mm-hmm. um, those emotions all carry through the, the, the mental uh, you know, fog going away, mm-hmm. all the confidence that's built, all that leads up to the million dollar day. Mm-hmm. And most people, especially in the beginning, they're thinking like, when is my big payday coming? And I can understand that. I mean, that's why we're in business in the first place. But I think a lot of times people like skip over uh, yeah. or they discredit those initial emotions, those initial moments and emotions of confidence that are built because that's what sets you up to do 100000 a year, 500000 a year, a million a year, whatever it is for that person. It's in those, those moments. So, so yeah. you, you did that, that happened to you. That's, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. And I think it, it's also worth noting, like a lot of times the big headline stories you hear about, or the things that people highlight in shows like this, or like the deals where you made 50,000 bucks in one shot, you know, right. and that right, will right. certainly happen. But like, yeah. if you expect that every time, like you're going to be disappointed in most cases, right. like a, a lot yeah. of success in business are just like small base hits one after another. Right. Kind of exactly. add up all the time, so. Yeah, that's so true. Wow. So after you, after you closed your first deal, um, I know you said it wasn't a bunch, but was there, um, was there a deal you went out and you, you like maybe your first big payday and then you went out and went to bought a new car or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm not even into cars, but was there a moment that you had where you're just like, wow, I closed this really big deal and I, we did something, we traveled or was there something like that for you? Yeah. I mean, yeah. What the biggest like grand slam deal that I had in my first three years, I think it was three years. Um, I had, you know, just been doing what I always do, sending out postcards to a delinquent tax list. That's not what I still do today, but that's what I did for many, many years because it works really well. But, um, you know, I was sending out postcards and somebody uh, called me back who owned 12 acres of land on Lake Huron with 500 feet of beach frontage. So like huge property on the water, like, you know, this could be like a million dollar piece of land in a lot of areas. Um, So I made her an offer uh, for 4,257, I think was the exact number. And she accepted that. When I made the offer, it was almost like, ha, like nobody. (laughs) And most people in their right mind wouldn't accept that. But this person right. just had to be, happened to be in a situation where her story was uh, she had bought this property with her husband like years ago. It was their plan to build their dream house there. Her husband left her in a very tragic, disappointing, sad way. And this right. property, it was just like a really bad memory yeah, weighing right. on her. Yep. And it, exactly. it wasn't like a money issue. It was just like, a, I want this out of my life. Like just take it away type thing. And this kind of person in most of these cases, these people are not going to go out and list their property for sale or call an agent. Like for one reason or another, they're either apathetic or they just, it's not at the top of their priority list to do this. And if if, if I don't find them and make it easy for them, it's just either go to delinquent taxes or it's just going to sit there. Um, So really it's kind of about finding these opportunities and, uh, just bringing value to the table in terms of offering solutions for them. And yeah, so she sold that. And then I ended up, uh, and by the way, I'll mention this was in 2011 in Michigan, which was the number 50 worst uh, state in the country economically. Like everybody wanted out of Michigan. It was just a bad place. So true. 
and to so own true. to own vacant land in a place where nobody's building anything i mean it's just it's not a great situation but because i paid such a low price for it i was able to list it and i sold it for $45,000 which is still That's an amazing great. price for that kind of property yeah of course but uh, you know i i 10xed my money in that deal yeah and I actually yeah. used that to buy my first rental property. And uh, nice. yeah, so that was how I celebrated. I did not buy a car though. <laughs> you know, though I, I will say it was kind of interesting. I remember after that deal happened and I was, I was, yeah. I remember driving by a dealership and just thinking to myself, I could just go buy one of those new cars for cash right now. Right, <laughs> like I, right. I thought it, but I didn't do it. It's so true, right? It, yeah, and that's such, a, that's such a good feeling though. That's like what we call financial freedom, right? It's that moment where you say, you know what? I could buy that all cash. And financial freedom doesn't just mean you go buy whatever you want. It's the option to choose to buy whatever yeah. you want. Yeah, and you chose to buy more. Well. Yeah, the options. That's awesome. Yeah. You've done a lot in real estate uh, over the past years. You know, I don't even know how many years, by the way. Uh, if you could share that. And also, I'd love to know what has been your biggest challenge. It doesn't mean it has to be specifically a deal that was a challenge, but maybe just in business or mentally, like what has been your biggest challenge? Yeah. Yeah. So it's been about like what, 12 or so years, I think, since I've been like wow. full on into real estate. So yeah. yeah, it's been over a decade and it's gone really, really fast. Still seems like yesterday I got started, but true, yeah. True. yeah, I think for me, like one of the most consistent challenges, one that I still don't think I've conquered by the way, has been uh really just trying to be efficient with my time and finding the help that I need and outsourcing things effectively and really just getting other people on board to help me move the ship forward. Uh, I, I'm kind of a control freak in some ways in that like my hands have to be on everything and I got to make sure it's, gonna, it's being done just right. I, I've, right. I've learned to loosen my grip and let some of that stuff go. And um, the downside is like inevitably – nobody cares more about my business than I do. So like you sort of have to become okay with little bad things happening or yeah. just things that aren't perfect. And uh, yeah. that's just something that's really hard for me. And it, it hurts me, honestly. Like there's a lot of stuff that I'm not able to do because I have to be so in control of it. But uh, sure. it's something I'm always, I think I've, I've uh, gotten sort of a little bit better with every consecutive year, but I'm not by any means there yet. It's something I'm always sure. gonna have to work on. I think one of the books that uh, you've probably read it already, but one of the books that um, really helped me years ago with that was uh, the E Myth. Um, yeah. And have you you taken? It? Yeah, it's a great read, and it just really opened up. You know, um, I think I think to add to that to make the world like we live kind of like that virtual lifestyle, the laptop lifestyle, mm -hmm. where. Um, the four hour work week by Tim Ferriss kind of like, you know, put that into motion, especially for real estate investors. It kind of just like opened up a lot of eyes and minds to, yeah. um, to like, Hey, there, you can, you know, leverage your time through outsourcing or delegation. It's just that part of like letting go. Mm -hmm. Um, and not only just letting go, but finding the right people. I will recommend a really good book though for you though, um, because I, I've recruited, um, re I've recruited, I've headhunted, I've trained over 2000 people um, for some really big companies. Um, and so that book is called Top Grading. Um, okay. It is kind of a, a little thick book. There is break, you know, uh, smaller versions and strategies on YouTube that you can check out, but it's by Brad Smart and it's called Top Grading. And it's probably one of the best uh, books I've ever read 
uh, and formulas I've ever practiced in, uh, you know, headhunting or recruiting um, over the years. And, uh, and still to this day, I'm still, you know, even in Uganda, I've been hired as a consultant to go recruit people, some big people from big companies um, because of that. So little skill, but top grading. It's a great book. If you want to check yeah, that out, I'll check that out. Thanks, man. Yeah. 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 No problem. Um, thanks. Thanks for sharing uh, that biggest challenge. That, that is not, that is something that a lot of people go through is especially when you're starting off as let's call it the solopreneur to expanding and trying to do more deals. Maybe someone's consistently closing, I don't know, whatever, let's just say two to four deals a month. And mm -hmm. then they're trying to double that, you know, that double the volume, but now you're, you're doubling the workload or do you, you know, use, human capital or software capital, right? Software technology. So to make those things uh, go a little bit better and smoother. Um, so I wanna transition though, because after all these years of experience you've had in real estate, you've taken your knowledge, your experience, and you've catapulted that online um, through your community and what you share and the gifts of value that I was talking about earlier. I'd love for you to share a little bit about that. How did you get, how did that come about? How did it get started and uh, share more with our audience about your community? Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for asking. So yeah, it was back in 2012 when I discovered a blog called smartpassiveincome.com. A friend had shared that with me. Are you familiar with that? Uh, is that, yeah, Pat Flynn's right? Yep, yep, you got it. Okay, cool, yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So Pat Flynn has nothing to do with real estate, but he was just putting out blog content and videos and podcasts all about how to make money online. And right. what really impressed me was a couple things. First of all, he was just like giving everything away, like stuff that I legitimately would have paid a lot of money for, like courseworthy mm -hmm. stuff. He just puts it out there. And I was like, what yeah. in the world? And then I looked at, he used to post uh, income reports and like, he was making a lot of money from this. Yeah. And I'm just yeah, like, how does this even, like, this is free. Like, how's he even making money right. on all this stuff? And it just, right. it was really, it was really kind of brilliant how it all was put together. Cause you know, he makes money from uh, promoting affiliate stuff and not just any affiliate product, but like things he actually uses and like right. actually adds a lot of value. He expl explains how to use it. And mm -hmm. I just thought to myself, you know, like I, I'm a pretty bad salesperson, but I could really do well at that. Like I could do yeah. good at just explaining the value, just helping people understand things and letting them make their own decision whether or not they want to use the thing. And even yeah. like beyond that, just like showing people how to do stuff. Like even if it makes right. no money at all, like just be a helpful right. person. Right, and, right. Because yeah, I know like when I was learning various aspects of the real estate business, not just land, but like rental properties and just finding deals in general, like there were so many little obstacles that I had to figure out on my own. Like nobody was going to explain that to me, like where to find the best data, like what to say on your mail pieces when you send them out, how to research properties, all this stuff. And, and I was like, what if I just like say, Hey, boom, this is what's worked for me. Feel free to steal it and do whatever you want with it. That kind of thing. And people have found a lot of value in that. And it's been just really awesome to, you know, do something that I'm actually good at in terms of, you know, just explaining difficult concepts and making them simple and easy to understand. Mm -hmm. And uh, yeah, it's just, it's a blessing to be able to excel and make money uh, putting out content that's, you know, that's fun for me to do and helpful other people. So it's been going since 2012. Uh, it's, it's mostly a block at this point. Um, we're working on other stuff. We've got 
uh, some free eBooks and stuff you can get. Uh, we've got a Facebook community. There's a membership site at retipster.club that's specifically on the land business, like how you can learn and grow that kind of business if you're into that. Um, but yeah, that's just a project that I've been working on for a lot of years now. So it's really fun. And, and it's an amazing project, by the way. I really got to emphasize this to the community. And by the way, everyone, it's reitipster.com. And everyone who's watching this all probably already knows it because I've already talked about it so yeah. many times. I'll because actually clarify. Literally- it's it's, uh, it's retipster.com. Oh, uh, retipster. Sorry. But, but I'll, I'll tell you what, though. I actually own reitipster.com, too. <laughs> well, there, it'll redirect you to the right place. So just let it go. Okay. <laughs> exactly smart guy see people make like me make mistakes and he catches them (laughs) no it's true because i would probably spell it rei tipster real estate investing but yeah yeah, retipster.com and i just want to reiterate something that he said because it's so true that you really do give away everything like you explain in detail and that was one of the things that you, what you did to Pat Flynn and uh, the, his website is the same thing I did to you. And I went, whoa, whoa, wait a yeah. second. I literally, not in a bad way, I went, holy smokes, mm-hmm. this is it. This is the future. This is the Uber of the real estate investing education industry. Because see, from my world, and you're very familiar with this, Seth, from the world I grew up in, I was like 17 years old when I got into the Rich Dad Education Company yeah. and the Wealth Intelligence Academy. I was, I was so young involved in the seminar industry and where you know, packages and training can cost over $100,000 or $50,000. And, uh, and that's even without a coach. That's just like, come to our 10 seminars, right? It's, so, it's expensive. <laughs> yeah, ab- absolutely. Man, when I got started, I paid over $25,000. I didn't get a coach, man. I had to fly... Wow to the seminar, mm-hmm. right? I had to fly to the workshop, pay for my hotel, pay for my flight, and just go to these. Anyway, long story short, mm-hmm. my point is, is that you have Uberized the real estate training uh, education industry by what you saw. You saw someone who was doing, doing something successful. They left clues. You copied them. You just carbon copied him in our industry. And that's why I talk so highly about you and what your website does for people because it's just there. And then you generate for your time, your effort and everything you put into that, your baby, right? It's, it's your, it's you, you reap the benefits, you reap the contacts, uh, revenues, um, and, uh, you know, building a business, you know, a whole nother online business. So I really wanted to emphasize that to the group here because, you know, again, uh, for everyone new to watching this video who hasn't heard me say that website yet, um, you definitely got to check it out because it's yeah. it's literally the number one of the the best. And, and you also have a Facebook group too, right? Yep, yep, we do absolutely. So it's yeah, free free to join. So as long as you're a reader of the blog, you can go check it out and join another conversations there. Awesome, yeah, that's so great. All right. Seth, thanks so much for sharing all that. But I want us to leave off with one last question for you. I want to know what would be the most like, like your uh, best personal development advice that you could share with someone who's stuck, mentally stuck in their business, not financially, right? Just, just a mental roadblock that they're having. Maybe it's an experience that you've shared. What's, uh, what's some personal development advice you could share? Yeah, interesting. So if you're not financially stuck, but you are mentally stuck, um, yeah, I, I know I've, as any entrepreneur can understand, I've experienced my share of that. 
uh, in really every business I've run. And I think at the end of the day, like what it comes down to is, first of all, don't give up. Like you're always going to hit these, these dry spells where it's just like, man, this is just not fun. Like this isn't where I thought I would be. Like, is this all there is to life? Tell me there's something more than this. Mm. Uh, but also, uh, are you familiar with Perry Marshall at all? Is that name? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So I was able to talk to him a few months back on our podcast and he, you know, he's got this book. He's sort of known for the 80, 20 marketing. 80, 20. Yeah. Yep, yep. And it really the whole idea of 80, 20, it applies not just to marketing, but to like literally everything in life, everything in the universe. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's this idea that really, 20% of your efforts are going to produce 80% of your results and 80% of your efforts are going to produce 20% of your results. So it's about figuring out like of all the things you're doing in your day to day and week to week, like what is really producing the results? Like what are the leverage points where if you just focus on that stuff and stop yeah. wasting your time with the things that aren't getting anywhere, like how much further could you get? And that's one of those things that it's really easy to pay lip service to that and just like talk about it. But like, I know from experience even myself, like to actually apply that, actually have the discipline to lay out everything you do and really pick it apart and understand, okay, what is really working? Like it takes a lot of work and thinking to do that. But, but man, if so you true. can, man, it can just, it can explode your potential and really uh, help you stop treading water and actually getting to where you want to go. And that's something that we've been trying to apply over the past six months. And um, you know, I think it's one of those things where it's kind of like steering a cruise ship. Like it doesn't like have to turn on a dime necessarily, but if you can hone that and really make it just a part of your life in general, uh, it'll, you'll be much better off in the long run. So. That's so true. So uh, very powerful. That yeah. is so powerful. It's something, you know, you've actually vocalized that to this community, uh, as they're watching this video, but um, I've personally lived that it's always right. thinking and, and yeah. And you know why it's because I think it's the way I was brought up. I was brought up on a, literally one of my first jobs was on an assembly line mm. and we could only take so many steps to the left and to the right because every move you made was important. Mm. Yeah, <laughs> so for sure. Literally. And so over the years it was, is this movement, is this action getting me the most result that I need to be right now? Is this because if I don't, everything's going to get stuck. That's yeah. literally what was in my head working on an assembly line. Mm -hmm. So I took that into real estate. I took that into consulting and I took that into my personal life and said, is this bringing me value right now? Yeah. Is this the highest and best thing that I could be doing in my business right now? So I, that is so powerful. Thank you so yeah. much for sharing. That. Yeah, that absolutely. Wow. Seth, thanks so much, but I know you got to get back. We got to get back to our businesses, but uh, I just want to thank you so much for being a part of, uh, of our show today, uh, sharing your, uh, your, your website, sharing your community. You have a podcast also. Yeah. Yep. The RE Tipster podcast, pretty original, brilliant, creative name. I know, but <laughs> yeah, it's, it's basically just, uh, you know, we, we actually do a lot of interviews. Uh, it's kind of like the usual thing at this point anyway, but yeah, yeah. we bring on lots of interesting guests, people that, uh, people that like, I personally just find really fascinating, whether their story or their strategy, or they've had some cool thing happen to them in the real estate business. We talk to those folks on our show. So yeah, that's awesome.
Well, thank you so much for being on our show today and sharing your story, um, you know, to our members. Uh, and I, by the way, everybody who's who's watching this, you know, in the next week or two weeks or months from now, be sure to get over to Seth Williams' websites, listen to his podcast, follow him on his journey, like his stuff, check out his websites and stuff. And it's so powerful. And I've already said this so many times to the community, but um, just get over there and uh, dive in. Let him know you heard the podcast from uh, from us and our show. Um, and uh, in closing, I just want to remind every single viewer that you are on a journey. Uh, this is this this journey is a mental battle every day that even Seth battles with, I battle with. It's just something that you have to remain strong in in all those moments. It's just a matter of taking one step after another, one step after another, and uh, and then you'll eventually get to your final financial destination, whatever that is for you. So thanks for everyone for being a part of the show. Thanks again, Seth. I really appreciate your time, and Thank we'll you, see you in the future. All right, I appreciate it. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. This has been another episode of the Fearless Millionaire Podcast. Like the show? Let us know by liking and sharing. Be sure to check out our website at fearless-millionaire.com for more clarity, confidence, and cash flow.